Welcome to After Dusk with Don Piercy, where we're not afraid to talk about things that go bump in the night. With special guest co-hosts and so much more, we're bringing you the facts versus fiction and the history of it all. Remember, it's always darkest before dawn. Tune in every Wednesday at 10.30 and get your bite. Welcome to the special launch of the second season of After Dusk with Dawn Piercy. I am Dawn Piercy, your host, and this is where we are not afraid to talk about things that go bump in the night. I am bringing with me tonight a very special guest. You may have heard of him, okay? Uh, he is a nationally renowned uh, speaker, healer, radio personality, master level psychic medium okay and spiritual advisor as well as an author Artie Hoffman Artie it's great to have you on as a special guest with me tonight on After Dusk well, with Dawn how yeah, are you doing I'm very excited to be here well it's great yeah. having you on um now I I know that I had such a long waiting list and um I'm just thank you for your patience first of all uh, that's fine yeah absolutely it's, well that's what that's what life is about trying to be patient right it is a patience game you're right it is. you're right yes so so now, unfortunately a lot of us don't have it and that's one of the biggest sinews and that's the most challenging aspect of life is dealing is. with patience it is because we want what we want when we want it and you know, that's what they mean by the expression. If it's meant to be, it will be, or it is what it is. And people don't like to hear that because of expectations. So when you don't place expectations upon situation and your life becomes a thousand times easier with the attitude of when it's meant to be, it will be. And you don't try to force things. You know what else I think too, what comes with that is learning to be in this precise moment right here right now because tomorrow is never promised but yet it exists but it don't exist yesterday's gone it was there but it don't exist so whatever was is and is, is not at the same time it's just allowing yourself to be and have yes. acceptance and be right. happy all you, yeah right all you, right all you li literally do have is the moment and um, so I would probably say one of the biggest um, things that people do wrong in their life to create more obstacles in their life is that they keep on taking their garbage of the past and keep on allowing it to relive and stay alive in their today, pushing it into their tomorrow. Right. So if you could look at your previous challenges of, of in your life and look at it and say, all right, uh, that was a really crappy experience. And, um, you know, what did I learn from it? You know, yep. it's okay to go through challenges. It's okay to make mistakes. But if you keep on repeating it, it's like how many times are you going to beat yourself up? So if you could bless the past, if you forgive everyone and everything of your past that has agitated you, you're no longer giving them emotional control over your life. So those were chapters, all the, those experiences of your past, whether it be beautiful or whether it be, you know, agitating, whatever it is, but those were all chapters of your life, of the yesteryears. Your today and your 
tomorrow. Your new chapter to be the quality of whatever it is you want it to be. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it doesn't have to keep on, you don't have to keep the legacy going of the yesteryears. Otherwise, you're going to ruin the qualities you want. So it, it does involve think we're freezing a little bit can you hear me already can hear you okay okay i think we froze there for a moment um you're you're absolutely right you are now i i want to ask you did all of this start coming together for you at a young age did it start um 27 when you were 27 okay yeah, wow I got a postcard in my junk mail. That's where it all began. Are you serious? Tell me about That's it. Serious. Yeah, because I didn't have spit. I had zero. I had nothing before that. So here I am. I'm at the age of 27. And all of life was going really good for me. And I mean that with all my heart. And, you know, I'm married. I was married at the time. And I have a nice house. I have a nice lifestyle. And we had vacations, my wife and I at the time, my wife at the time. Mm -hmm. um, just everything was going our way. My business was doing good and, um, you know, I'm comfortable. But inside, I wasn't happy. It's like something was missing. So I felt kind of empty inside. And even though I had, you know, financially, we were okay. Everything was going fine. And um, so I had a conversation with God while I'm sitting in my home office in my, in a, in my basement. I have a finished basement at my house. And, um, and I'm looking up to the ceiling. I said, God, I need clear answers. And please don't scare the hell out of me when you give me these answers. So anyway, so I let it go. I put it out there. And so I walk upstairs and I'm shifting through my junk mail. Usually I just throw it, when I see junk mail, I just throw it right out. But mm -hmm. I'm just going through it out of curiosity. And um, this one postcard said, how would you like to develop your psychic ability and intuitiveness come to the Edgar Casey Foundation for this one weekend seminar in Virginia Beach. Mm -hmm. So I looked at it and I thought, oh, wow, I didn't know you could learn how to do this. I thought either you had it or you didn't. So I asked my wife, who was my wife at the time, I said, do you want to go with me to this? I said, this looks pretty interesting. And I looked at it just for shits and giggles, not like, oh, my God, this is the answer to my prayers. I did it. I wanted to do it just to see if I could do it, what, what it was about, just strictly out of curiosity. So my wife said to me, I don't give a crap about that. You can go if you want. I'm not interested. And so uh, so I went. And that one weekend changed my life forever. So there's about 50 of us in one nice size room from all different parts of the country. And um, they taught you how to open up your heart and mind to be very unconditional. Because they were playing the music, the spiritual music. And mm -hmm. they were talking very calmly you know the, the leaders of the pack and they were you know just you know speaking a lot of good spiritual common sense about life and so um uh they got you into that mode so all of a sudden they broke everybody up in in, in groups and they said whoever you're with just share your thoughts with that person and don't judge whatever thoughts come into your mind just share it with the other person and so that's what I did. And people were telling me how accurate 
excuse me, how accurate my thoughts were, my, mm-hmm. my visions were. And I was like so shocked because I'm with people who I never met before and I'm able to see things about themselves or tell them about themselves, their feelings, emotions or whatever. And uh, it was really, really cool. So I went home and I got myself a deck of spiritual cards and I was reading for friends and family for about three years just for the fun of it. Mm -hmm. And um, people were, again, telling me how accurate my my predictions were. So now I get to a place in my life, I'm about 30 years old, I get to a place in my life where I needed a lot of extra money fast because I had to pay back somebody um, money that I I lent them and the time was due. So I'm thinking to myself, how am I going to make extra money besides doing my own business? How am I going to make extra money? So I'm sitting on the couch and I said, you know what? I know how to do readings. I said, I put an ad in the paper out there. I put an ad in the paper out there and it said, if I don't pull through, no charge. And so I, I said no charge because I didn't want money, the pressure of having to be on to be right mm-hmm. because I'm asking for all this money. And so I said, if I don't pull through, no charge. So 90% of the people paid me and word just spread like wildfire and now it's about 30 years later and i've read for over twenty-eight thousand people in my life now do you feel really spiritually drained when you do readings do you get a headache no no really okay the only time excuse me oh the only time i've been i've been non-stop since five o'clock this morning the only time um I feel drained um, is when someone pisses me off. I'm only kidding. <laughs> no, the only time, no, the only time I feel drained is when um, I like I'm at a party and um, it's late at night and I just got finished reading anywhere from like 12 to 15 people. Yeah, that's what, so, that's what I mean when you're yeah, doing so, consecutive readings. So a lot of times... No, so as the party goes on, my energy becomes stronger and stronger and stronger. And even with the last person, a lot of times my energy is just as strong as the first one, if not stronger. But it's when the party is over and you mm-hmm. come down from it. Yeah, it's that's like, what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like when I'm driving home and a lot of times I have to drive home over an hour or two hours. Sometimes I have to drive home longer than that to go to get home. So it's like maybe 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, up to a half hour, all of a sudden my energy starts to go and go and go and go down. And all of a sudden now I have to pull over to a rest stop area to like, I'll literally fall asleep for about, uh, I don't know, a half hour to an hour. Mm -hmm. And uh, to read just so I could drive home safely. And um, I pull over to a rest stop area and I'm okay. But as far as personal readings, individual readings, uh, parties, I don't get tired. Like people don't train me once in a great, 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 great blue moon. It's probably 1% of 1% of the time where somebody's energy is really down and out. I mean, really negative and they'll suck the life out of you. And that, and that literally happened maybe, I don't know. So I've read for 28,000 people, maybe about seven to 10 people 
Okay. In my life now, where they just literally, when, their, their energy sucked. When you and... get around these type of negative people, um, do you ever see that black goop that sticks to them? And if so, um, do you meditate to get rid of it? Do you stick your feet in the ground to get rid of it? Um, how do you get yeah, rid of I it? Sage. You sage, yeah, I sage, you smudge. Okay, okay. Yeah. See, um, but I always, see, but before, again, when I start my day, I shouldn't say again, because I didn't say it the first time. But when I first start my day, I always ask the guardian angels. I have six candles burning in my place 24 seven. And I ask every day for love, Mm -hmm. protection, uh, serenity, peace, and balance. So that um, if there is somebody of a negative mindset or their energy sucks, mm -hmm. it can't affect me. Okay. It's like a doctor, it's like a doctor going into a hospital and even though he's taking care of a lot of patients, he's not getting sick from everybody else's ailment. Right. I'm there to help you, but I'm not going, going to allow you to emotionally suck me dry. Every once in a while, you'll get a bite on the ass, but you can't help that. It just is what it is. Okay. Now, for to not be able to pick up energy when you don't want to pick up energy, um, do you use meditation and prayer for that, or do you use an energy shield yourself? Um, Believe it or not, I'm, I'm never... Uh, I, I, that never happens to me. It happens to a lot of people, but it next to never, ever, ever happens to me. Uh, because when I'm out in public, I choose not to want to know anything about anyone. I'm like, I'm literally blocked off and the spiritual world knows that. When I want to turn it on, I could turn it on in the dime and they'll be there for me. But when I'm out in public, in the restaurants, at the mall, the beach, wherever, um, um, everything is cool. Everything is fine. And, uh, you know, well, it's... What, what advice would you give for... Um, people that can't turn it off or people that need to shield themselves, what advice would you give for that? Prayer. 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 That's yeah. why I always tell I people to. Yeah, because I, I pray to the angels for protection and I pray to the angels for clarity. Mm -hmm. And I pray to the angels for peace, serenity, balance. I also pray to the angels for money. I have no problem with asking <laughs> for money. Oh, see... Okay, now, I don't know if you grew up uh, religious or spiritual or anything um, before your spiritual awakening, but if you did, did you ever feel conflicted between what you grew up learning and what you feel is right? Of course. A lot of people have that. That's why spirituality is becoming stronger and stronger. Because um, a lot of people, religion would be stronger if the people who spoke, a very, very few small percentages where you have a minister or a rabbi or a priest who will speak from the heart and reach into people right. and, and, and where everyone can relate to it, rather than <coughs> talking about Jesus and God and, right. and hell, and they're talking all past tense stuff, and, and God is going to curse you and condemn you and, and all this other crap, and it's like, it's all bullshit it's, it's it doesn't it, it, it doesn't resonate well, you know it's, like, it's, it's fear i myself i'm ordained but universally ordained right i don't preach to people that's something because i i believe that there's good in all you know what i'm saying and and and, and it's like who am i to say you should do this and you should do this and they're gonna do this and they're you know um i'm just like okay 
if I think it's important that I myself have an individual connection with God, right? And, and that I do the best I can do to do his work and what he wants me to do. I think if people individually did that and if people spoke from their heart more and quit shooting the, you know, um, I think if the people spoke well, people, from their heart and soul, it would resonate more too. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, people uh, just believe in what they are told and not what they're feeling. So a lot of times, uh, it hasn't happened in a while, but back in the, going back a few years ago, when Jehovah Witness people used to come up to me, a majority of them don't know specifically what it is they are talking about when they talk about preaching of God or preaching of certain things. Mm -hmm. So because the reason why I said it is because I will ask them questions based on what they're trying to put upon me. So when I ask them deep spiritual questions, I know what the answer is, but I'm just curious to see what they have to say. And they'll go, oh, well, just read the book. It's in the book. Just read the Bible. It'll tell you right there. And, you know, and I'm asking you a question. You're trying to sell me or preach me something about what you were taught, what you were told, but you, but it doesn't resonate deep into the heart other than, hey, God is good. I am good. And we're all right. going to live, you know. Yeah, and it's so much deep. deeper than that. And, and yeah, oh, there's no, it, it just, it just surface bullshit. It's, it, it is. And so it's like when, uh, see, I wrote a book called Angels and Answers. Mm -hmm. And, and if people want to order it, they could go to Amazon.com. So this explains spirituality from a very common sense point of view of life, of your life and life itself. Mm hmm and it's so it's an easy read book and i wrote it so that basically a, a 10 year old could understand it and it's very simplistic and when i tell you it's going to hit home with you i get so many beautiful compliments with it and people rebuy the book to give it to their friends and family because it made such a difference in their life and it's a small book mm -hmm. it's not it, it, you know if you just read just on a normal basis it'll take you about an hour to read you know and um, there's some really, really beautiful pieces in there that I got while I was meditating. And there's also pieces about it explains what the angels mean and what their purpose is. I have a couple of saints in there. Mother Teresa and uh, uh, Pedro Pio um, is in there. And um, again, explains, you know, about who they are and what okay. they're about. And um, I'm, I'm, like I said, I. When I explain things in my readings uh, or in my teachings, um, I try to make it as simplistic as possible so that it relates to you on a deep personal level. Mm -hmm. And that and that you're it's not always the problem of someone's life that is the problem. It's how you look at it, how you choose to deal with it. It's your perception of dealing with a person or a situation. Right. It's what makes something like, oh my God, this is horrific, or you know what? It's not that bad. But that's the secret to life. The secret to life is that all of life is nothing more than a perception. But the truth of the matter is, it still is what it is. It is right. what it is according to the energy you give it, whether it be, oh my God, oh my God, or eh, it's not that bad. But it still is what it is. So if you take every situation 
in your life and just deal with it in a, you know, in a nonchalant manner. You do the best you can with what you got. Right. Thanks for tuning in to After Dusk with Dawn Piercy. Tune in next Wednesday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time to get your bite on. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to like, share, subscribe. And if you feel fit to buy me a cup of coffee once a month, you can do so at our Anchor.fm platform under a new podcast. Until next time, keep it real.